0: Hello, friend. Well, hey, hey, we're fresh off the Phoenix Film Festival,
1: and uh, how you feeling? You know, still in recovery mode, but, but feeling good. Ready for some blockbuster movies? Yes, and this one's been highly anticipated all around, although it's getting hit by critics in a big way. She's
0: Tuesday, I'm Kaylee. This is Whiskey and Popcorn.
1: I feel like this Potter spinoff is just cursed.
0: I assume you're talking about the dwindling box office numbers for the Fantastic Beasts franchise. And you know, since the first film, well, a lot has happened. J.K. Rowling has been cancelled. Oh, and let's not forget the whole Johnny Depp thing. And maybe, just maybe, the franchise is feeling a little tired all around.
1: Correct, I mean, according to The rap, the domestic opening weekend for Secrets of Dumbledore is actually down 31% from the 62 million opening for the Fantastic Beasts Crimes of Grindelwald. The sequel was poorly received by both critics and Harry Potter fans. So although Secrets is receiving slightly better audience viewpoint, 191 million global launch is down 25% from Crimes of Grindelwald. So maybe this is the first Harry Potter of wizardly world film that's actually going to fall short of 500 million, which is kind of unheard of.
0: And rumors are that this is the final installment of the Beast series, although it was supposed to have two more films after Secrets. But to circle back to the whole Johnny Depp thing... After The Secrets of Dumbledore, he was asked not to return to the franchise in 2020 after his ex-wife, Amber Heard, filed a suit that he was a domestic abuser. That case is actually resurfacing in the public eye this week, but the silver lining is that it's doing much better abroad than it is here domestically, and it's basically ruling in the UK. Let's hear a snippet from the trailer. Memory is everything. Without it, we are blind. Without it, we leave the fate of our world to chance. I'm sorry to disturb you, Albus, but I've
1: just received troubling news. Tell me, what is it? It's Grindwald.
0: The time is closed, my brothers and sisters. Our war with the Muggles begins today! The world as we know it is coming undone. If we're to defeat him, you'll have to trust me. For this film, Secrets of Dumbledore, we have Professor Albus Dumbledore with Jude Law returning as the young Dumbledore and the dark wizard, Gellert Grindelwald, played by Mads Mikkelsen. They are basically going at it again, trying to see who will seize control of the wizarding world, the good or the evil. And unable to stop him by himself, Dumbledore, unsurprisingly... (laughs) In trust, the magic zoologist Newt Scamander, our dear Eddie Redmayne, to lead a group of wizards, a witch, and one brave muggle baker
1: on a dangerous mission where they basically encountered old and new beasts and clashed with Grindelwald's growing legion of followers. Now, you saw the first two fantastic beasts, right?
0: Yes, the first one was far more memorable than the second one for me. I really forgot a lot that happened (laughs) in the second one. So when we started Secrets, I was a little bit lost on the finer plot points of not necessarily who is who, but where we were picking up, in a sense. Like, I completely forgot that they were supposedly wiping our our muggle's memory, that he wasn't supposed to remember anything, and he still did.
1: And I was worried about that too. So I went back and I watched the first two to be kind of prepped for this one. But in retrospect, you don't really necessarily have to remember every tidbit of the first two. To be honest, as someone who's always been more of a Hunger Games fan than a Harry Potter devotee, I liked the first two films. That said, I did like Secrets of Dumbledore over Grinwald, aka the second film, but really nothing beats that first film out the gate. Fantastic Beasts started with a lot of fire.
0: Yes. And I'm coming at this as somebody who's like, I was never a huge Potterhead. My mom was, and I know a lot of people who are. I enjoyed the movies. I got through the first book, and that was it. So by the time we finished Harry Potter, I was like, okay, good, done. (laughs) I felt done with this world, but then bringing on beasts, and I was like, okay, I could play with this. But I didn't feel like I wanted more than that. In this film. I enjoyed it. I had fun. The acting was what you expect it to be for a Wizarding World piece. The twists and turns are there. We have some interesting creatures. They have a new one called the Chilin, which I'll talk more about that later
1: because I have some thoughts. I go in with very minimal expectations and each movie has entertainment within itself. And I have likes and dislikes of all three movies, but really the story just kind of meanders and I don't know what they're ultimately trying to get to. If the rumors are true and they're stopping after this one, I'm thinking that's probably a good bet, but I'm not going to say there aren't good aspects of this film. I don't think I could find anyone who can't say that it is visually stunning. The costumes are on point, visual effects are amazing. And if you're a hetero female, can we talk about that lineup? Mads Mickelson, Eddie Redmayne, Jude Law, even Callum Turner. It is not a bad group to look at.
0: <laughs> well, you know, they have the money to pay for all those top named actors. And, you know, even our actresses are all beautiful. This is a series full of beautiful people, but not always your stereotypical beautiful people, which I can appreciate. You know, they always do a good job of trying to show diversity in these stories more so it seems like in beasts than maybe even harry potter you know there's also this thread of major political undertones that closely around what i think would be world war ii so you have this sort of like rise i mean honestly gridwald is kind of this fascist character he wants to wipe out all those who are not like him aka the muggles I personally wasn't necessarily seeing a lot of connection. What's happening right now is getting more of the the World War II vibes. But also, I don't think that was necessarily their intention. They were pulling off of history to create a plot line, is what I felt like. And it's fine. It's been done before.
1: Again, nothing groundbreaking there. No, and I'm glad you brought that up because I think we'd be remiss to not discuss The politics that kind of surround this film, for the most part, besides Grindelwald trying to destroy everything, it's very much wrapped around an election. Very similar to U.S. undertones, this person who is controversial, maybe even done a lot of illegal activities. Grinderwald tries to come in and take over the election. Like I saw a lot of common day themes with this film, whether they were meaning to or not. But I, I found it a very interesting route because that is more adult in the spinoff to Harry Potter. But that's what happens, right? Harry Potter fans become adults. So it's been interesting to kind of watch them tackle some of those bigger concepts.
0: And of course, uh, we touched a bit on this too. The visual effects are amazing. Even the beasts, which are all CGI, are <laughs> very well done. We have obviously our main new beast is the Qilin, which is a play off of an actual East Asian mythical creature uh you could say chilin or i've heard it pronounced kildlin or if you are into japanese mythology it's kirin or if you're also into japanese beer it's also the beer kirin <laughs> <laughs> but it's essentially a you could call it like an East Asian unicorn, although it actually has two horns. But anyway, so it's this mystical piece that is supposed to be able to see purity in a person. And so it, it it'll bow to people of pure heart. It's it's an entertaining, you know, story, but like I said, I've just I'm over it. I'm done with this franchise. I don't need any more.
1: I don't really want to see anymore. Couldn't agree more. It's unfortunate because I think they could have done all five. It just didn't go in the right direction for people. And sadly, we're not alone in that.
0: I did want to get your thoughts because I feel like we'd be remiss if we didn't touch on this. The love affair between Dumbledore and Grindelwald is really highlighted. In my mind, I was wondering if it was almost a little forced because... I don't know when this script was written, before or after Rowling came out against trans people. But I'm almost wondering if this was her way of trying to smooth things over with the LGBTQ community. I don't know. What do you think?
1: It was announced during the Harry Potter series, before any of this even came out, that Dumbledore was queer. And I believe it was pre all of the trans issues as well. And I always found it interesting because all we really know... In Harry Potter is this elderly man, and you don't really sexualize elderly men. And so I always found it kind of interesting that she threw that into Easter eggs of what Harry Potter is. But for me, I would agree, I don't think he needed to be a gay man to be who he is as a full character. And yeah, I I could see it just kind of being pushed, maybe just to stress out conservatives or to kind of complete that full circle of a character. It didn't destroy the character in any sense, but I don't think he needed to be gay.
0: It felt like a thread that was being forced through the needle, that they were putting it in there for its own sake, not that it
1: actually mattered to the characters, is what I got. The characters never needed to be this grudge-bearing ex. They could have been enemies without being lovers in the past.
0: Yeah, I kept mulling on that that trope and going like, well, if it had been a man and a woman, how would I
1: feel about it? I don't think I would have cared. I felt like it was forced either way. Yeah, I get it. I'm interested to see what comes of this wizardly world, and we'll keep you posted when we find out. All recorded and written reviews are diligently documented on our website, whiskeyandpopcorn.org.
0: And as always, you can watch out for new trailers, our movie reviews, and interviews, and everything we do on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thank you, friends, so very much. For Tuesday, I'm Kaylee, and we'll see you at the movies.